The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Skinny are helping you show how smart you are with the 1Q Quiz, an all-new, super-challenging and super-quick daily quiz built by The Spin-Off. Every Monday, Skinny are giving you the chance to prove you're smart with the Skinny Extra Credit question. Get it right, and you'll get the chance to score yourself some Skinny Extra mobile credit so you can text, call, or even video call your group chat and gloat about how big your brain is. T's and C's apply. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. It's December 3rd, 1994. Pato Banton's peppy reggae single, Baby Come Back, is keeping Mariah Carey and Boys to Men out of the number one spot in New Zealand singles charts. Jim Bolger is Prime Minister, but Ruth Richardson, the finance minister behind the mother of all budgets, known as Ruth in Asia, retires from politics. It's a banner year for New Zealand film, with both Heavenly Creatures and Once Were Warriors becoming huge critical and commercial hits. Barney the Dinosaur makes his first appearance on our screens in the mid-afternoons, but it's late at night that the real action's happening. The debut of Sky Origins heralds the arrival of a new phenomena for our television. After midnight, adult programming (laughs) join us as we remember when sky started showing soft porn (laughs) i mean this was this was actually like a big kind of cultural moment uh i know that we'd had boobs on tv before now because uh angela dordney famously had boobs uh, <laughs> before she became the newsreader, <laughs> and that, that that's that's like a, a moment. I don't know why you're laughing. This she is just, just have boobs. She just, showed she showed boobs. She showed boobs, <laughs> and uh, and that that sort of rocked the nation. But to have regularly scheduled every night, there are going to be some boobs for teenagers across the country who had no outlet for being horny. There was now a place for that to go and be, uh, and 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 be, well, enlightened. You, you, you figure it out. You figure it out. <laughs> so this is Sky One. This wasn't its own adult channel. Yeah, no, Sky One. So it was just the normal normal TV would just tick over suddenly at a certain time, with no fanfare or warning. It was just like we're showing a rerun of like, I don't know. What's a, it would have been like sort of Hill Street Blues or I something. I don't even know what like the cope up or Sky One was outside I, I of the late night porn. Like I remember nothing else about that channel except for the late night porn. Basically, it says a lot about me. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. But it also, like, so Sky One was, you know, it basically was a, a budget TV channel that just showed some stuff that Sky had bought. It was it was a free channel that was with the the basic Sky package. So you had your sport channel and you had like CNN or whatever. And this was their sort of attempt to do a normal channel. Was oh, it like a dumping ground for the stuff they got in packages? Yeah, yeah. I, pretty much. So it would have showed a lot of reruns of kind of uh, and syndicated shows and so on. But I think it was actually an incredibly smart move to be like, hmm, what will make this product sticky, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Because there's no internet, right? Like, there's, this no is, internet. there's no internet. There's no internet. There's the, well, is this the main access point for pornography for uh, you two? You just can't <laughs> <laughs> estimate how hard it was to even see a nipple. 
1994. We were just, I didn't even know what they were. I was just like imagining what they, you know, based on description, what they might be like before this. Jane, just explain your relationship with this. I mean, I specifically remember Red Shoe Diaries. And, you know, it was a series that starred David Duchovny of um, X-Files fame. So that in itself was something. Well, and Californication later. Like, this guy is... Two of the most like <laughs> ravenously horny shows to ever screen on network television. <laughs> so for me, I maybe there was some weird like, well, you know, it's a series that has a theme that has plot lines in it. And it just happens to have raunchy sex scenes in it with nipples and so on. Um, but, but I still, I think if I recall correctly, the premise of Richard Diaries specifically was that like he'd been, he was a jilted lover who had been hurt by his ex who left him and then he wanted to find out the way women thought or something like no, what, you, what you, made so people I have no tick. memory I was like just vaguing out just waiting I mean for I was a, watching the show for the stories obviously and then um and, and so he put like an like an ad in a classified this was the whole kind of opening piece was an ad in the classifieds where he was seeking um, people's diary entries or something something do we have that do we have the intro Let, let's listen to it because it is if nothing else it, like the Aaron Simpson show which we've recently discussed it is a it's a musical masterpiece too <laughs> Good on you, Zelman. I mean, look. Wow. <laughs> I'm so confused. Who who is where what? Who's wearing the red shoes? Do David, they belong to the diary? <laughs> David Duchovny is red shoes. That's his like um, oh, that's okay. his character. And he wants people to send his, their diary entries to him. And so the diary entries then become the episode. Like what's written in the diary becomes so the this episode. This is like Penthouse Forum, but make it a TV series with with all of it. Exactly right. That's exactly what it is. And um, yeah, so you know, it'd be very difficult to get away with this sort of uh, theme these days because it's a bit like, send me your sexy diaries. I'm a creepy dude. I was going to say on the internet, but not. I'm a creepy dude in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> the classified was woman. <laughs> send me your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, and then he's reading it and like fantasizing, and that's what. Each episode is. Can't remember the specifics <laughs> of. I don't think he he's not he's not the person doing the sexy stuff. The, he, he's yeah he's 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 data gathering. It's all he's doing. He's, he's just, editing just the just anthology. Try, he's just trying <laughs> to understand what makes a lady tick. When did X-Files come out? I'm so confused about David Duchovny's age. (laughs) This looks 9,000 years old. (laughs) No, this actually ran like through the 90s. And then X-Files, I wonder, I don't... X-Files was um, started in 1993. So it must have overlapped with X-Files. How is that allowed? uh, Like you'd think that he'd be forbidden from mainstream society from being such a lascivious monster. Red Shoe Diaries ran 92 to 97. So I like I definitely know that I knew him from X-Files. It wasn't the other way around. So you could just be you could just be an innocent fan. Yeah. Um it's interesting that there's that you see a belt buckle and a hairy tummy. Yeah. In there cuz it was nipples but no knobs. Like they, to be clear yeah. this the, there was nothing below the belt on Sky 1. Do, do you recall ever seeing like a, a a muff? 
No, I don't. Oh, I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't recall seeing that. Um, I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs> You're very red. Shoe diaries. <laughs> That's just what they were called back then. You can't say <laughs> love on a camera. <laughs> it's, it's not my fault. Like, this is just... We're what, reporting. This was... It was a different time, Alex. You don't know. I was free. Oh, no, no this becomes problematic. <laughs> okay, so, no, I don't recall seeing what you said. Um, <laughs> I do recall boobs. I, I recall kind of what we saw was, like, a, a, a lady heading south. <laughs> um, For the winter. <laughs> Weirdly, I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but there was a kind of a weird little saliva situation going on as well around his hairy, oh. hairy belly. Um, but what, what a treat! You know? So you hold, hold on, hold on. So you're watching this Red Shoe Diaries, your favourite show. This is alone. <laughs> you're staying up for this on like a weeknight. Do well, the parents have gone to bed, and I'm of an age. I think for the most part, we are. They're not. They don't need to make sure I'm in bed before they go to bed. So I'm commandeering the telly in the lounge and keeping a very keen ear out for footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> and a um, the gathering data of your own. The Sky Remote had that button that was like quickly switched to the other, the previous channel. Yeah. Whatever the previous channel really was. Really important so button. Your, your, your hand is hovering on that. Um, <laughs> wow, I'm really outing myself a lot here. <laughs> But it was just a curiosity, really. The thing is, so this was basically inspired by After Midnight, an oral history, if you'll pun the pun, of uh, Sky One Porn, which Callum wrote a few years ago based on, he's interviewed <laughs> by, via anonymous email, 40 different uh, patrons of the uh, service. And it's, a, it's, it's an iconic all-time spin-off um, piece. But what you're describing is by no means, you know, unique to you. Okay. It was it literally everyone who was watching it had the exact same policy. There's a barrier to entry though, right? Because you had to have Sky, which is a paid service. So this is not uh, – this is for the – this is for the elite youth in a, in a way. Well, it was, but Sky, you've got to remember back then, had over 50% penetration <laughs> within the market. <laughs> I liked the bit in Callum's story where he talks about people who swore, even if you didn't have Sky, you could watch the like unscrambled channel and oh, still yes. hear it. And you could stare at it like a magic eye. And some people <laughs> swore you could see like the muffs and whatnot. <laughs> You just said enough. This is great. You poisoned me. I totally forgot about like hacking Sky through the unscrambled channels. It was just really hard to see bad stuff. Like like there were bagged pornos in a dairy that you were just way too shamed to to, because and they were R eighteen. Like you couldn't like you. It was easier to get smokes. Yeah, it was so much easier. Like you could get singles or ten packs. Like it was the, the porn was just hard. To get, yeah, and and uh, I I think porn circulated on VHS, like mates shared VHS tapes. That wasn't so much something that happened with like amongst my circle of girlfriends, but certainly like when you dudes who who circulated VHS tapes, well, it probably of Richie Diaries. The, the the historical sort of line on porn was that it was a, a male phenomenon mm. and then obviously latterly we explored some of this in, in Porn Week. This is was, Debbie Does Dallas era. Yeah. Like there's these like four porn films. Yeah. You know. Well in Emmanuel, which they, they talk about, the sort of French series that, that sort of, you know, went everywhere including to space was also a big part of it. <laughs> and that was so 
grainy that you know it might as well have been scrambled like a lot of this like it wasn't like there, there were going to be people sort of furiously dialing 0800 759 sort of <laughs> explaining trying to d demanding hd quality like everyone was furtive and <laughs> uh and drenched in shame <laughs> uh about this stuff so so you could you could just put anything up there so red shoe diaries was was iconic so was emmanuel but there was all kinds of random crap up there yeah i mean i think i i, I just for some reason it's just red shoe diaries is so cemented in my head um but it sounds like there's there's more for me to discover like did this when did they decide you know i'm trying to figure out when did this taper off and then you know it might still be going. It's just that, that it's, you know, like with so many things in our media, the, the digital revolution really kind of uh, came for adult programming uh, 18S. I can tell you when it ended. Well, I can tell you when Sky One ended. Uh, clearly a COVID casualty, 1st of September 2021. But what, but what is it now? Like it's, there's still Sky some kind Showcase. of... Sky Showcase. Yeah, so that's, that's the Sky same Max. thing. They're just Max. <laughs> what was that noise? Well, Stop that. because well, the, 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 some of the, you know, if you want to get really into the history of this stuff, like historically there was a channel in the US called Cinemax, which had the nickname Skinemax because it also relied on adult programming. And that was in the early days of cable, which was no doubt the inspiration for this. What we really need to get is bloody John Follett on here. <laughs> Uh, to, to, to explain himself, the 16-year titan of New Zealand media CEOs, just to kind of what what tell tell me about this in your this programming mix. I'm just on Sky's TV, guys. I'm very tempted to to, do, to just call him now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's too offensive. I can't Mary Lamb be the man. Um, was well, so I I I mean I was I was three, but I also didn't have Sky. So, and I, yeah, I'm just much, much younger than you. I just okay. want to be clear about that. <laughs> oh, cool. And Thanks. so I never had any access to any of this. But my, I guess, comp for when I was maybe like 10 or 11 was I remember I had a TV in my room and if you stayed up late enough, you could watch Nip Tuck. <laughs> and Nip Tuck at 11 o'clock, that was some sexual activity. And a lot of, like, other stuff as well. A lot of, like, murders and... <laughs> crazy Ryan Murphy action but like that's that was kind of like the first time I feel like I saw sex on TV ever imagine having a TV in your room in this in the sky one era I mean I guess it had to have well, you'd, you'd never have, leave your room well, you'd have to have <laughs> well not after midnight you wouldn't the, you'd have to have a decoder yeah because otherwise because if you wired into the shed because there's the, that setup where you could like you could have Sky running to another television, but it had to be showing whatever was playing on the main Sky Dakota, which is huge risk. Incredibly dangerous. <laughs> because if someone decided to wander in and turn on the main telly while you're in your bedroom watching some Red Shoe Diaries, yes, you Well, scrum. no, you have plaus plausible deniability because it could just have been left on Sky 1. True. The dangerous thing is if your parents are still up watching... You know, maybe got your dad's got the Formula One on and you're sort of up and you put, oh, I'll just change it to Sky One. And your dad's like, well, hang on. Or worse, you're watching Formula One and you know your dad's in the lounge and then he puts it on, on the... Oh, God, that is a true nightmare I hadn't considered, but thanks for that. We'll leave you with that thought, I think. <laughs> Need to wrap it up. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for remembering this really <laughs> disgusting thing with us. <laughs> Go read Callum's piece on the spin-off. It's so good. It's so good. And uh, sorry, Alex, for... I said before about muffs. <laughs> <laughs>
Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Kia ora e te iwi, Te Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.